0: This is CliffCentral.com. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life, with Gary
1: Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com.
2: I'm Gary Hertzberg, and this is the Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Alongside me today, Lionel makwoko
0: Good afternoon, Mr. Gary Dumelang, to our listeners, and good afternoon to our guest.
2: Our researcher today, Benji Scheinberg, welcome Benji
0: Thank you Gary, hello everybody He's in the hot seat, joining us (laughs) Our
2: controller today is Simpiwe, welcome Simpi Mm. Hi
0: (laughs) Welcome on the team Simpiwe, this is The Laws of Life we don't bite. we are very friendly people
2: We really are lines Okay, so today we go back in time a little to the Oscar Pistorius trial hmm. That set uh, off a media frenzy like never before I think we all remember that Oh one. yeah, um, for Valentine's Day some years ago Yeah, it's two, 2014 I think Yeah, it's oh my more word, than three it was terrible ago. Unbelievable how Unbelievable. time has flown It's mm. three years ago since that trial started even a little more Oh, yeah. I think uh, all our listeners will remember having seen on TV the hundreds, if not thousands, of journalists and photographers that descended on our courts to cover the event.
0: Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, Pretoria was lit. Every every photographer, every new, major news uh, network was in Pretoria trying to really capture the moment. It was crazy.
2: Lines one of those photographers was from the Star newspaper, and it's Dumasani Sibeko. Hmm. And uh, he's here with us today Whilst covering the event, something really wicked happened to him And uh, he's going to tell us his story Welcome to you, sir uh,
1: Good afternoon to Cliff Central listeners And uh, yeah, everyone at all hmm.
2: Cool Later in the show, we're going to be talking to a lady Who's going to be talking about a boy And the, the reason she's talking about this boy His name is Caden And he has a rather rare genetic disorder known as... Prader-Willi syndrome. Hmm. I wonder what that is. Yeah, you'll hear all about it. It's very rare and it's very very tragic. Okay. So uh, w- one of the classic signs, lions that hmm. I know, is that the the person and Benji will tell us more in detail. But there's a constant craving for food and rapid weight gain, and very <coughs> often this leads to obesity. obesity. Yes, know.
0: yes. Just to add to that, basically, the person with the syndrome. Their, their brain doesn't register when they fall So obviously they keep on eating Keep on eating And it leads to diabetes and obesity So it is a really sad and tragic case But we'll, we'll get there
2: We're going to be talking to Gillis Sachs From Cape Town She cares very deeply about the plight of Caden And his family And she knows a lot about it And the, the illness as well One is due to land I guess Yep. Our email address, law, L-A-W, at com. our Facebook page, The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg. Larn, do you want to give out the Twitter handle? Oh,
0: yes, at Hertzlaw, H-E-R-T-Z-L-A-W. That's our um, Twitter handle. And if you really have any comments or you would like us to cover any particular story that you've got interest in, please do get in touch with us using the uh, contact details that Mr. Gary Hertzberg has given us.
2: Ben do you want to mention the WhatsApp number?
0: Yes, we've also got a WhatsApp telephone number. It's O seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. That's O seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. So get hold of us on that as well.
2: Dumasani Sibeko, you're a very accomplished photographer working for independent online. Well you were at uh, the time of the incident, which was 2014, and you were covering the spectacular event, that was a court trial, yes. the Oscar Pistorius trial. Yes, Gary. The estimation of photographers and journalists at the time, what?
1: Ah, uh, the number was very was very huge, like because it attracted like um, journalists from abroad, like you mentioned, like BBC, CNN. Art Jazeera, and
2: yeah. Yeah, we just about had the the whole world that was watching Uh, this. Oh, certainly. Yes. Uh, In fact, if you tuned in anywhere in in, in the UK and the USA and parts of Europe, they were playing this thing. Oscar Pistorius was a real celeb at the time, obviously.
1: Yes, 100%. So
2: everyone wanted to get a bit of this action, and so did you. Yes, I did. (laughs) Are you a video? Would you do video photography or still...? Uh, I specialize on still, but
1: on that trial I was doing video for a multimedia platform for independent newspaper, yes.
2: Okay, so on the 14th of March, 2014, which is the day we're going to talk about, I can't believe it's, it's more than three years ago. You, you you were traveling from Joburg on the Hout train to Pretoria. 100%. To cover the event and to check out your… You know, whatever your your, video, your footage and My all footage, the rest. Footage, yes. You um you work closely with Pretoria News in Pretoria, because yeah, it's one also an independent. It's uh, also
1: our uh, sister paper. Yes. So I was going basically first would go to when you arrive in Pretoria would go to Pretoria News. That's where we will actually discuss on how are we going to work for the day. And yeah, on that day I was going to Pretoria News to just sort out my my, my my video footages and make sure that everything is in order. Since as it was on Friday, it was the weekend, the beginning of the weekend. So, yeah, looking forward to the following week and stuff like that.
2: What do you carry with you? You carry a bag with heavy video equipment? or
1: Yeah, I will just actually explain both, like for video camera and uh, still camera, cameras. So, but on that day, I had a uh, a video camera mm-hmm. with me, and uh, I was not using a camera bag. I was using a a bag, a very nice, fancy bag. It looked very nice. So, just it was just because I wanted to use that, not the camera bag. Because sometimes when you walk on the street, people can actually notice that actually this bag is different. Maybe it's the uh, video that they use to carry equipment. Mm-hmm. So on that day, I had a, a bag, small bag. Do do, and do do
2: you guys ever get robbed? Uh, do people ever try and snatch your your camera equipment if they know there's camera equipment in it? Very valuable stuff.
1: It does happen with uh, other people. Like for instance, I have like colleagues from other publication that mm-hmm. were robbed previously. Some they are studying photography; they were robbed previously. But for me, um, it 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 never happened. That I was robbed, but I know that I had to be street smart, like sometimes I will change bags that 's why on that day, I changed the bag, and then from there, I was using a normal bag mm. that anyone walking on the street can use it so yeah, but unfortunately, that bag is the very same bag that actually attracted the police on that day
2: yeah so what what did what did happen with the police Or, <laughs> or you didn't know they were police, did you Some people walk up to you walk, uh, walked up to you who was it um
1: for me Charging from the incident when it happened for yeah. me, I thought that actually i'm um, uh, 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 I'm being robbed, mm. you understand because number one, the way they approached me is to uh, the fact that they were not wearing uh uniform police uniform they were wearing plain clothes How many people approached you uh, it was initially initially it was two women.
2: Dressed yes. plain clothes.
1: Dressed plain clothes.
2: Where was this in relation to the court? Was it at the court or near the court or on the way, a bit away from the court? It was at Kona
1: Visaki and uh, Paul Kruger mm-hmm. in uh, in town because I was walking from the Hau train
2: yeah.
1: to Pretoria So you News.
2: weren't at the court yet? No,
1: I was no. still walking to the court.
2: Okay. So you were approached by two women in plain clothes yes. and what did they say?
1: Firstly, they said, they 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 just actually script the word search. You understand? They said like search, and then from the and then from there, I was like I was shocked, mm. like the way they approach, and then searched, and then as I was shocked trying to find out, actually search for what, mm. and then the other woman grabbed grabbed my arm. You understand? So judging from the fact that it's a woman grabbing my arm, and judging the fact that I'm a man, I can still you know fight not
2: to be grabbed by by a woman like that. So, and then, from there you know the law is that that a female cannot search a male, and vice versa <laughs> yes, I know that it 's got to be same sex exactly, yeah, so here came two women that said, "Search um, you know what is this? Who are these people?" The first thought is it can't be police Mm because they would know the The, rules. Exactly. Uh, They're probably trying to grab something or your bag or something.
1: Yeah, they grabbed my wrist. And on top of that, for me thinking that I have a camera, and my camera was still new at that time. So I realized that actually here it's either I'm being uh, robbed or something like that. They're trying to rob me. So I refused to be searched. Firstly, I said, like, before you could search me, you need to identify yourself. We understand who are you. Mm-hmm. We understand. They mm. said no. We don't want to search. you want to search your bag. But if, I said like even if you want to search my bag, you need to identify yourself, which is they failed to do so. Mm. And while I was actually, they didn't, they
2: didn't say they police.
1: No, they did. Mm. They said we are police, oh. but for me, I needed that identity. Absolutely. Show me like something that will convince me that you are a police, which mm. is they they didn't. Mm. And uh, because for me with that woman who tried to grab my, my arm mm. and then from there, I had to like actually use my, my, my strength, like to push her away from me, mm. which is during that, uh, actually that process, one woman pull out the gun mm. and, For me, I wanted to run away because I thought that they are robbing me. Mm. But looking at that woman who's pulling the gun, I realized that actually it's a flywheel gun. So she, she don't need to breach before she could shoot. She can shoot immediately. So for me, I had to think about a lot of things. I was like, Hey, I still have a small child.
2: You just, you had just become a father.
1: Exactly. My child was two weeks
2: before.
1: Exactly. My child was not even two weeks. Mm. So I realized that hey, now be careful. I, I yeah. need to be careful. So either I'm being, I'm going to be shot dead, yeah. or uh, paralyzed. And so there were a lot of things I had to think on my feet, which mm. is I did. That's why I didn't run away. So mm. I was like, okay. And then after that, they called for backup because they realized that actually now I'm um, uh, 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 um, uh, I've already. I'm no longer resisting the, the 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 search or whatsoever because after they've pointed the gun on me. Yeah. So and then from the call for pickup, which it was two guys. Yes. They came. They didn't talk a lot. They Were said. Were they like, in uniform? No, they were plain clothes. Also plain clothes? All of them. Four of them, they were in plain clothes. Those two women who tried to search me and those two guys who were called were called. Did they for identify
2: themselves as police as well?
1: They didn't. They no. said like, uh, because uh, for me, realizing the situation, that actually the only way to get out is to show them my press card, which is I did. Mm. But even though they said, yeah, that is why you don't want to be arrested just because you, you, journalists, you think you're clever, you mm. don't want to be arrest- arrested or you want to be searched. So they were actually saying a lot of things. You don't want to be arrested You don't want to be searched well, What do they
2: want from you? Um, for me As they call the I mean backup, they've got to have a reason The law is You've got to have a reasonable suspicion If you're the police For me To search somebody I mean, yes. you, uh, He has a pedestrian walking along Why? Why you? Um, yeah.
1: For me I cannot tell why But for me I think uh, Judging from their statement Number one mm. Before they, after after I said, okay, it's fine, you can go ahead, since as well, they pointed the gun on me. You understand? Mm. So one, they asked for like, why do you don't want to be searched on your back? Do you have drugs? Mm. Two, they asked me, do you have uh, an asylum and stuff like that? So in, judging from their, their statements, I re, I just realized that actually... They are saying this just because maybe they thought maybe I'm a foreigner because you cannot ask someone who's not a foreigner in asylum. We understand. But even and
2: even so, they can't just stop someone and ask him.
1: Exactly. So that's no
2: reason to. You are South African, as it happens, aren't you? Uh, yes, yeah. I am a South yeah. African. Yeah.
1: Maybe they did so because I'm a dark skin person. Maybe you're not darker than me. <laughs> So, I don't know. You're but. darker than me. Yeah. <laughs> You're the exception. <laughs> yes. yeah. So yeah. So and then as they called for backup, this guy didn't want to talk a lot. Firstly, they grabbed me by my pants, and they pepper spray me. What? Like yeah, they pepper spray me in Sh- direct into my eyes. Sh- do you remember the, the the trending video of that doom, the pastor, oh, yes. the doom yes. pastor?
0: <laughs> so you were doomed with a pepper spray.
1: Um, so they were like, oh, shh. Sh- sh. I was like, oh my gosh, today I'm a
2: cockroach.
1: <laughs> How did it feel? Did it burn your it eyes? Was, it was so bad. Because my eyes Should were. Be
2: called a cockroach? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what they do in the political scene. <laughs> <thing. laughs> so. Uh, my eyes were like itchy, very, very, very bad. Like as we were walking from that scene, Paul uh Paul, Connor, Paul Kruger, and Visage, as our because they had to walk me to the police station. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. My eyes were itchy. I was crying, and because I was a uh, public humili- uh, humiliation. Yeah, I mean, people I was saw you, obviously. <laughs> I was surprised because no one recorded a video Because after the incident Like a week uh, a week after I came because I needed as much evidence As I could get yes. But I didn't get any No one recorded a video Even the guy was selling at that corner on that street oh. He told me that actually I remember seeing you Being uh, pepper sprayed You remembered the cockroach <laughs> <mean. Yes. Yeah. laughs> But I don't have anything yeah. For evidence yeah, I understand. Did so, they handcuff you as well? They handcuffed me they pepper spray, spray me. They uh, pull me by my pants, which is the with, with my jean, like my pants. Mm. So, which is they pull it up to uh, towards my ribs, mm. and then from there, it was that that paint was hitting my my, my manhood. Oh. So it was it was so terrible. It was so I was crying and I was like. Why is it happening to me? Like, why is the sun going down on me? (laughs) (laughs) From from nothing, from from, no, from nothing, and I haven't done anything, or maybe stolen anything, or whatsoever. So it was so bad.
0: (laughs) So when you go to the police station, what took place? Did you? Did they really uh, try to interrogate you? What was in the bag? Where you going? Who you are, and all those things?
1: They tried. By at that time, I had called for backup. I remember the first person I called on that day because I have a brother in this industry but we we are we have got same surname so he works for Reuters so I called the first person I called I called Pio Bego which is at that day I thought maybe he's at the trial but he wasn't he wasn't present so he phoned my boss then and then my boss said they he spread the word. He phoned uh, the picture editor for Pretoria News, which is they came to the police station. So I had like more people, like more support, which is the intimidation was less at that time. Oh. My boss also called the uh, company lawyer from Weber Denzel. Oh, Weber Wenzel. Yeah. Oh, Weber Wenzel, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Weber Wenzel. And then from the they came. And then is the one guy who assisted me to actually uh not spend the weekend at the, uh, at the, uh, at the, at the police. They wanted to detain station. you for the whole weekend. Yes, that's what they wanted to do. To mm, do. It's frightening.
2: But it's frightening, this. Yeah. It really is, yeah.
1: Yeah. But they I said, mean, to be
2: locked up with, <laughs> with whatever, with murderers and rapists and all the rest.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't want, in such an extent, we had to agree on the, their statement was, uh, I should agree that actually there was a, uh, confusion between me and the police and the matter has been resolved resolved amicably. So I had to sign that, knowing exactly that actually there was nothing. The police they are the one that attacked me. Did you when you signed the
0: document, was your lawyer present? My lawyer agreed to the content of what was written. Yes, my
1: lawyer uh, was present and on top of that he had to confirm with his senior that actually this is the situation. So his senior advised him that actually the best way that you can do now is to make sure that Dumsan is asleep at home uh, this Friday afternoon. So we had to agree on the the matter was resolved uh, amicably, even though I knew exactly that actually there were were no confusion. I was attacked.
2: Well, basically what you signed was signed under duress. You were forced to sign but yes. they said if you don't sign this going document. To you're gonna spend the weekend there. I think any lawyer would advise you sign the darn thing, get released and, and we'll we'll cry duress afterwards. Exactly. Which is I think what you did. Yeah. What they made you sign is a document saying they, um, you will not hold the police liable. You will not sue yeah. anyone. You won't do anything. Yes, it all's forgiven, and just let me go. Exactly. That's what they forced you to yes. sign. Yes, yeah. Um, was this a document that was printed, or was it written? Did they write it out? Do you remember? Or um, do they have these documents lying around? In there?
1: It was a document that has a uh, police uh, logo and stuff like that. So I had to, they had to write the statement, and yeah. then I had to put my signature, and the lawyer had to put the signature.
2: Now, the four police, the four cops that had assaulted you and whatever, were they there when all this was happening when you signed? Yes, they were. They were watching this. They were watching this. And uh, what did they say I mean what what was the excuse at the time what did they tell anybody for for having arrested you and so wanted to search you what was what was the reasoning behind all this
1: So uh one they said that they want to be searched and then uh, I took advantage of the uh, women just because they are the one that actually requested to search me so mm-hmm. that is why I do want to be searched and it was totally different from that And uh, as the uh they, they, they were planning to write a statement Which is, uh, my representative said No, you can't actually uh, Write a statement together Each and every person must write a st- His or her statement se- no. Individually separately. Or separately yeah. Yeah. Conflict of interest uh, Exactly, yeah. so in that instance the, Also they said we They mentioned things that we've got Like attitude or whatsoever, So they see me spending weekend And, 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 and in jail or police sale policy. You know, it's
2: frightening, Lance, to think that these things actually happen. Uh, no, they actually uh, do and uh, what
1: is so frightening <laughs> is that we are
0: actually seeing this more and more often uh, especially around Pretoria, Sunnyside Police Station. It's actually notorious for doing this because they seem to be raising capital or money for themselves. Once they arrest you, especially month and during month and period, you will see quite a lot of number of people actually being uh, detained uh, for the period of weekends. And now political parties actually are aware of this because people have been complaining yeah. and it, it's quite sad. It, it's very sad because it's traumatic. First and foremost, mm. secondly, it's humiliation that mm. you have to go through. Thirdly, you feel powerless because this is the people who are supposed to protect you, and now they are taking advantage of
1: that. Of I mean, course, mm. Dumisani, so, you <clears throat>
2: landed up at the uh, Medi Clinic in Arcadia. Yes. Uh, uh, how long after the after you were the released? Yeah. I think I went
1: there in the afternoon because I spent like I left the uh, police station around about. To quarter past to 30.: So you you were in police
2: cells what for a few hours? Yeah, cells. like
1: from maybe See, until eleven thirty. were you
2: alone there, or were there others in the cell with you?
1: Uh, actually, for me, they didn't place me into into the cell because mm-hmm. I had a representative. So okay. we were trying to secure uh, that. Actually, they let me go. Yeah, so that's why. But after that, I went straight because I went straight to the to the hospital. I think it was Momad Hospital, in yeah, Momet, um, yeah, Momet. Yeah. yeah. So I went there to check everything. That uh, number one, they had to check everything. I went to an emergency, and then from there, they took me for tests. I did everything.
2: There were apparently a lot of bruises all over your private parts, your wrist, your hands, your eyes, your eyes, yes. Um. Something frightening that I saw That you also complained That you urinated Urinated blood Yes Because I did. of them pulling your pants so tight That so it squeezed manhood. Your, your manhood you Yes mm. You actually urinated blood as a result of this
1: Yeah on Saturday morning That's when like, I noticed that actually I, uh, I'm, uri- I'm u- urinating blood This
2: is actually brutal what they did to you It, it's it just, was so
1: bad yeah. In my life I uh, um, I was never, ever, ever humiliated like the way they did to me on, on that day. So mm-hmm. I was angry for for some time. Like I was very, very angry. Did you
0: lose your work's day on that particular day? Did they really have to compensate you for the work that you actually lost because you were actually on duty going to work and now you couldn't actually perform your duties as a result of the, of the attack?
1: Everything was lost because I couldn't go to work on that day. So I think I left Pretoria around about to because I I, I I had to catch the last train, the haul mm-hmm. train, so I I left Pretoria very late because even the test I had to do all the tests. Thanks God I, um, I had medical aid, so I managed to do everything for for everything.
2: And uh, very fortunately, your employer got hold of a firm of attorneys to yes. to help secure your release. More than likely, without them, you would have sat the whole weekend. Yes, um, with with your with bleeding and. Bruising and all, and all the rest. Yes. So there's a lot that 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 assisted you here. Most people don't have that kind of they assistance. They don't have that privilege
1: yeah. of yeah. accessing such. Because for me, I was able to access uh, the representative. I was able to go to a private hospital to do all the tests, the necessary tests that I can use moving forward. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was, um, I consider, I, I consider myself as blessed, you know, because I was able to have all those.
2: Yeah, you landed up, I think your employer said, listen, you you, you can sue the police here, and you knew that as well.
1: Yes, I I knew very well. But
2: you were probably a bit worried about the, 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 the disclaimer or whatever it was that you gave them, the police saying that you wouldn't sue them or you wouldn't take on anything. Most people would probably walk away and say, well, I signed it, I'm in trouble. But you had the guts to go to an attorney and say, listen, notwithstanding that I signed this, I want to sue. You went to another attorney, not the one that that got your release for you.
1: Yes, the one that got the release for me. They were, they were saying actually, it's judging from the my case, it it's gonna be like I will be fighting a losing battle because I will spend the very same amount that I will ask for to pay the Low legal fees. Fee. Yes. Mm. So, and then from the bad, I didn't give up. Yeah. So, because, um, one of my colleagues from Pretoria News, my former colleague, Zelda. She advises Zelda, me.
2: Zelda Penta. <laughs> yes. She's a great journalist. She's been <laughs> yeah. doing court reporting for as long as I can remember. Yeah. She gets all the she gets the plum stories. She writes them brilliantly. Compliments exactly. to you, Zelda. <laughs> Please tell her to listen to the podcast, will you? <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah.
1: So she introduced me to uh, Ron, uh Conrad Conrad Ronchen. Yes. From Ronchen, Ronchen, Athenis. Yes. So which is like when I explain my story to Mr. Ronchen, I think Zelda also did something like by explaining yeah. a few things. And then from the there, Ronchen, uh, Mr. Ronchen realized that actually there is a case against the police or the minister of police.
2: Yeah, Which is, yeah, he said like, uh, let's take them on So Mr. Ronchen sent me a copy of the summons yeah. uh, It says in the summons, the arrest of the plaintiff Which is you was unlawful and without justification uh, He sued the Minister of Safety and Security He said the police officers acted uh, within the scope of their duties He goes on to say that uh, you were defamed in your good name and dignity and reputation, which is so When you yes. were frog-marched to the police station Handcuffed He says as well That you were deprived of your freedom for four hours And uh, you were defamed As I said Then also that you had medical expenses Fortunately it wasn't much Because medical aid covered most, yes. 153 Rand What he claimed for you Was 100,000 for deprivation of your freedom 100,000 for Your Being defamed in your good name Yeah And the rest was the medical So in total your claim was 200,000 Yes And 153 Rand Yes (coughs) And costs (laughs) And costs Now the police got the summons And uh, obviously the first thing they do is defend these things Which they did And they filed a plea Uh, Afterwards uh, they filed an amended plea And what they say is the following They say that You refused to identify yourself. (laughs) How? And uh, other police officials came and identified themselves as police reservists, but you refused to be searched. Uh They say they handcuffed you and took you to the police station to search you. I don't know what they were looking for, for goodness sake. God knows. (laughs) uh, Yeah. And they say that they did nothing wrong. That was in their plea. So eventually you got to court on this one yes and you we to, you went into court and you gave evidence
1: yes, I gave evidence as a uh, it as was a I'm,
2: full blown trial this you had uh <laughs> was conrad there
1: yes, he was my representative, and
2: the police had the state attorney
1: yes, which is uh they never appeared even a single uh appearance on the yeah
2: did you so, give Did you give evidence in court?
1: Yes, I did, because oh. when they had to settle the bill and then from there, they had to ask me that actually am I still urinating blood and stuff like that? I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I mm. believe I'm fine. That's what. But yeah. did you go test and see if there are not further infections? Or yeah, images? no, I, I did. Oh, okay. So I did a follow up check and stuff like that. So, yeah, I believe I'm fine.
2: <laughs> OK, so the good news. Yeah, there's always some good news for you. <laughs> the good news is that you succeeded with your part of your claim. Yes, I did. Did they? Did the magistrate make the award, or did the police settle with you? How did the amount come about?
1: Uh, the police, I think they uh, they came to say, you know what, uh, we can pay so much. Yeah, I think it was a counter offer. I'm not sure, when I'm putting it right. Mm. They made a counter offer and said, like, okay, we can settle. This yeah. amount, because they came to say. What the did they offer
2: you initially for upfront? Initially,
1: upfront, they say they're offering 30,000 rand. Uh, mm. And then the magistrate, I think, said no. And then the final judgment was, um, uh, please pay Mr. Sebego 50,000 rand. That was the, uh, settlement mm. from the police. But their counter
2: offer was uh, 30,000. That's what they came to offer. So, the Ultimately your award or your settlement was 50000 plus yes. costs Plus costs So it cost the taxpayer, well, 50000 plus all the costs Plus fees. all the legal fees, yes Yeah Lines, how do you feel about the award on the pay I,
0: I really think <laughs> it doesn't was. really justify the, the amount of brutality he had to go through and the humiliation. Uh, yeah. Really, 50,000, it's too little. And considering that he didn't actually have to work for that particular day, and photographers, most of them are actually freelancers. So at the end of the day, he must have lost something bigger
2: yeah, mm. how did you feel about the fifty thousand? It wasn't commensurate with what you with what you suffered, was it?
1: Yes, I know very well that actually I was expecting more in terms of the settlement, but the magistrate argument was like, um, I didn't spend the whole weekend in in jail and stuff mm. like that. At mm. least I was given my freedom back, which yeah. Is, I in, was in in our country,
2: day. the awards are very small. In yeah. America, this would be. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to get arrested next time, go to the U.S. and get arrested. Yeah.
1: So, but for me, but, I, I was happy that actually I I managed to sue the police or the the Minister of Police, and also the fact that uh, I was arrested uh, without doing anything, and I think something actually. Um, uh, happened to the to those police who like? Uh,
2: well, that's the uh, yeah. important thing. Yes,
1: for me it was yeah. actually I wanted to teach, teach them a them lesson. lesson. Yes, yeah, a lesson that actually, you know what?
2: Yeah, Zulu boys have got <laughs> guts, eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, Mister <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Just like you. Yeah, so yeah, they, at least I the president's only. I taught you. them a <laughs> uh, a lesson. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know where they are with their lives and whatsoever, but they know. I think they know that there's someone called Dumisane who who fought back.
0: But I think it also speaks to the training and most people are actually Hired, but they tend to forget what they're hired for And as a result, they tend to think that they're above the law So which then speaks to power Because sometimes people, when they're in a position of power They tend to really abuse the power
2: Yeah, Lance, mm-hmm. the police have got to have a valid reason To search you or Certainly. your possessions They can't just walk up to anyone and say I, I want to search you That's absolutely ridiculous It's against the constitution, your rights to privacy And all the rest, how dare they But
0: let's just be yeah. uh, also practical When yeah. such incidents happen please comply because you don't really want to find yourself in another situation where you have to be going through litigation or anything of that nature, rather complain afterwards, but try not to really aggravate the situation from getting out of hand. Do
2: me, if it happened to you again, would you deal with it differently? Would you have said, okay, search me. I don't know who you are, but uh, would you,
1: Uh, for me, I always stick for my right. If you want to come search me, um, you should identify yourself Mm. before you could do that. When it happens, uh, now after I leave this studio, or it happens tomorrow, whatever, mm. I'll always stand uh, for my right. That actually you cannot just come and say because uh, we are living in a, our our uh, uh, in our country, crime mm. is very very high. Mm. So I cannot just like actually let people search me and let, not knowing who who are those people. So for me, I would actually even in future, I will always ask. Please identify yourself. Uh, let me see. And, and, uh, yeah, I would let you do so. But I have an experience with this kind of the same, uh, kind of uh, police doing the conducting searches. One day I was in Fortsburg and then from there, uh, trying to withdraw money in one of the, uh, ATM. So when I was there, the guys actually came approached me like because i went there to actually i was there to uh, to withdraw money but i didn't withdraw the money because the queue was long i decided to call maybe in their mind they thought that actually hey he has money now so they approached me they said police police and then from there they said police uh, this is a suspect they call me a suspect And then I was like, suspect for what? Just because uh, I'm a person who's been working for media houses, like a newspaper. So I know we've got like stories that we've covered. Mm -hmm. Very horrific stories about people being robbed by people who pose to themselves as As police. police, So those guys, they had like a uh, uh, identification card that had a police logo and their pictures on that. And they were not police. And I ran away. Mm. So for me, I don't know what would have happened to me on that day, but I ran away on, 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 on that day because I knew very well that I'm not, I'm not a suspect. I haven't yeah. done anything. And I told them, I said, hey, I work for the star. I showed them because I, I, I always care. I used to call, always carry my, my press card with mm. me. So I'll say, hey, i work for the star. So that is why they decided to back off a little bit. And then from there, I ran away. I said, like, if you want to arrest me, come to my complex. I told them the complex number, but I <laughs> ran away. But at <laughs> least you did assess the situation because some yes. people are not fortunate
0: enough. I mean, there was one um, famous musician was actually shot like nine times but likely he's still uh, he's still alive today because of wrong uh, wrong ident- uh, form of identification yes in most cases when such things happen, you just need to really assess the situation so if you really feel that and see a, what works better exactly. for you yes. but mm. in most cases rather not fight
2: <laughs> okay, you've been listening to the story of dumasani Sebeko he's a photographer you're still a photographer, aren't you
1: Yes, I am a photographer, yeah. but I'm no longer a photographer for independent newspapers so uh, I freelance. I'm a freelance. For
2: cool. Thank you for coming through. You've came from far and we appreciate it very much. To tell the story, we learn from these stories. We learn what our rights are, how you can, how you can and how you can't handle yourself. Yeah. Uh, you stood your ground. Lionel says just cooperate. I don't know what the answer is.
0: <laughs> the answer lies in between because you need to assess the
2: situation. The situa-
0: yeah. I
1: think when you say you need to assess the situation, yes. But if you strongly believe that, hey, um, right, and then from there, yeah, just yeah,
2: stand for it. Cool, Dumasavni Sibeko, thank you very much for coming through, and uh, good luck. We'll talk to you again. We're going to break for a moment. Before we break, just to let you know that we're going to be talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, a rare genetic disorder known as Prader-Willi syndrome, mm. and uh, that's going to come up right after the break. We'll be right back.
1: This is CliffCentral.com.